I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about four ways your self-esteem may have been hurt. Margaret has got some really good information here that you really wanna think about because when our self-esteem is affected, it really affects our ability to be secure and confident in our relationships. When you're not secure and confident, you're insecure, and then you're gonna have a whole bunch of issues coming out. Right. So what do you got, Margaret? Okay, I've got four ways, and I'm not telling you how to raise your own kids. I'm asking you to think about how you were raised, but if it's helpful in the other direction, better yet. So these are four ways that you may have been hurt in your self-esteem, right. especially growing up. Yep. Yelling and hitting. Nothing lowers self worth like yelling and hitting. When you yell and hit, you show poor impulse control, delivered through a temper tantrum, with a goal of disempowering your child. What kind of life lesson is that to teach? To be sure, most of us have yelled. I have yelled at my kids and even grabbed them with a, in a few past isolated incidents. This is not my, my experience. This is the writers. Mm -hmm. I am not proud of these experiences and encourage you to realize, as I did, that when we do this, we are bullying our children. Yep. And then we wonder why they go out and bully other kids. Okay. Well, I mean, it shows like that you think so little of them that you don't mind hurting them or that they, right. they shouldn't feel safe yeah. or yeah. that you can And most people them. aren't thinking that when that happens. They're very frustrated and feeling that they don't have control over the child. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're not going to judge you all together. And you may feel that you've succeeded in getting them to stop their offensive behaviors. It is a short-term fix, and you've really just succeeded in making them feel diminished. Yelling and hitting from parents interferes with your child being able to have a constructive conversation to problem-solve, work through conflicts, and build self-esteem. Okay? Okay. So you're role modeling that you solve problems with violence and yelling and, yeah. All right, what's the next one? All right. Dwelling on past conflicts. Okay. Once a problem or conflict is resolved, don't keep mentioning it. Children should be allowed to start over with a clean slate. Parents who bring up children's past mistakes are teaching them to hold grudges for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yep. Also, children need to know that once a matter is settled, it becomes part of the past. The more a child can be reinforced for their positive behaviors and choices going forward, the better they will feel about themselves. And they will naturally be less likely to repeat poor past choices or negative attention. I had a woman once, and she was not young. She was probably in her early 60s at the time I saw her. 
and her mother was still yelling at her because she was not the valedictorian of her high school class. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's really important to know that. Yeah, um, if it's over, it's over. We, yeah. We had a disagreement, we got it resolved, we're talking to each other, so we move on from here. So think about your childhood. Did your parents keep bringing up something you did one time, a hundred times, like the story you may have told before with spilling the milk? Oh yes, the poor lady who spilled the milk. Her mother, this lady got up and, and the milk was delivered and it was in a bottle and she opened it because she got up before anybody else. And her mother's reaction to that had gone on almost all of her life. She was still yelling. Yeah. About the milk. About spilt milk, you know. And uh, how little does that show you value your kid yeah, right? and their feelings yeah. that a bottle of milk this, from 30 years ago? Yeah, yeah, is, is still how I think of you. She should have dumped it on her head. I know she should have. As an adolescent, <laughs> I think she tried. Yeah. Um, it is one thing to ask a child, now this is called injecting guilt. Injecting guilt. Yeah. yeah but I bet a lot of your parents did this. Oh. It's one thing to ask a child how they would feel if they were in your shoes or someone else mm -hmm. in a given situation. Too often, however, parents push this to the limit mm -hmm. and try to make the children feel guilty because of their thoughts, feelings, or actions. Parents who use guilt to control their children run the risk of alienating them. They certainly do. Mm -hmm. Okay? And they give an example of a kid who went out behind his garage every night and smoked pot. Okay. And mother kept hearing from the neighbors, your son is out in back of the garage smoking pot. Mm -hmm. And she beat him up with this literally for years. Wow. And one of the authors of this article had done some therapy with the mother who was named Loretta. I subsequently coached her to put her wounded ego aside and give her son what he really needed. In the meantime, she's saying to him, you have embarrassed me. You, I was just thinking, you've embarrassed me. In All the neighbors the, are talking about us. In front of the whole neighborhood, us. they were talking about it in the grocery store the other day. Do you have any understanding what you've done to me? Yeah. Um, okay. The last uh, one. Wait a minute now. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I coached Loretta to put her ego aside and give her son what he really needed, which was support and understanding. The mother used a calm, firm, and non-controlling approach to get Harold to open up to her about how he caved in to peer pressure. They reconnected and Harold soon abandoned his problematic peer group along with his interest in vaping. Good thing. All right. What's the last one? Speaking sarcastically. If you are using sarcasm, if you say things you don't mean and imply the opposite of what you're saying, through the tone of your voice. Mm -hmm. An example would be saying something like, oh, aren't you smart when your child makes a poor choice? Oh, geez. Yeah. yeah. Well, aren't you smart? The use of sarcasm hurts children because it feels shaming. Putting a child down through sarcasm creates an obstacle to parents trying to communicate effectively with the children. Sarcasm actually is trying to express your anger without being upfront about it. And you would be telling your child that that makes a good idea. Yep. In addition to negatively impacting self-esteem, each of the negative parenting behaviors described above can increase defiant behavior in your child. Mm -hmm. Children who bottle up these feelings as a result of being exposed to the parenting behaviors discussed above may lash out later 
or in ways that are emotionally hurtful and upsetting. Many children and teens have confided in me about negative emotions and behaviors they engage in after feeling so hurt by their parents. Okay? So it's helpful for you to think about if your parents did these behaviors with you, yep. how it may have impacted you, and for those of you that have parents or want to be parents one day, how those kind of behaviors are going to have a big impact on them. It occurs to me it might be worthwhile someday to do um, a presentation on guilt trips. Yeah, that'd be a great video. Yeah, I've heard some real good ones. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So give Margaret a thumbs up for her research on that one. And if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, askcraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching. If you think I can be helpful to you, please give me a call. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.